It's 49ers news update time. Uh, welcome to 49ers Cutback. It's time for another news update. Lots of news for the San Francisco 49ers coming out of the Ravens game. Of course, there's injury news. Uh, there's players that could potentially be back this week. As far as injury, we're going to get into all that. But uh, the big news has to be that the San Francisco 49ers have signed defensive tackle Sebastian Joseph Day. And of course, I put a standalone video out. You can go check that out as well. Uh, when I broke the news and uh, I broke it after, you know, of course, reading from Jason McCourty. So props to him for getting the inside scoop. Uh, but the San Francisco 49ers add the defensive tackle depth. And Sebastian Joseph Day is a very, very talented football player. The guy who's good against the run. He's six foot four, a little over 300 pounds, but he plays with great speed. And he plays with, plays with great quickness. He has heavy, strong hands, quick hands, which are great. And he's a perfect fit for Chris Kacarek's defense. Of course, last week he was released, uh, shockingly, by the Los Angeles Chargers. And the thought was he was looking for a contender to play with, and he found one. San Francisco 49ers make sure they add to that rotational depth. Of course, T.Y. McGill has been elevated from the practice squad for the past two weeks with injuries at the position. But now the 49ers were out of elevations. But have no fear, John Lynch is here, and he's here to give the 49ers an increased uh, productive player. And so when you're looking at a player like Sebastian Joseph Day, he has three sacks on the season. That would have uh, equaled the total for the entire team last year in the interior defensive line. So 49ers add to the rotation, add to the depth help, and it's going to be a big impact for the San Francisco 49ers moving forward. And what that does is give a opportunity for Eric Armstead to get healthy again. Armstead seems to be dealing with the same injuries he dealt with in 2022 that kept him out for several games. And so the 49ers would love for him to be able to continue to rest and Sebastian Joseph Day gives him the opportunity to do so. So the 49ers know a goal is to get the number one seed. If they get the number one seed and they earn a first round buy, they earn an extra week for Eric Armstead to get back. And when that happens, that's when you get a full rotation with Sebastian Joseph Day coming in with that second unit with Javon Kinlaw and then Kevin Givens as well. The 49ers could be very stout on the defensive line going into the playoffs, and that's exactly what they have to do. So John Lynch saw a need. He went and filled it with a player that had become available, and now the 49ers are seemingly ready and capable to take on the Commanders and Rams and get big victories that they absolutely need to get to the number one seed in the playoffs while allowing one of their big-time players, Eric Armstead, to be able to rest. Please like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Appreciate it. On the push for 5K, almost there. And with every subscription, you help me get closer to my goal for the season. Thank you so much. Uh, but let's talk about some of the injuries that we had coming out of the game because there are some absolute big ones. Of course, Trent Williams is dealing with the groin. Kyle Shanahan spoke with the media today, and he said there was no new news on the injuries. So... The likelihood is we'll find out tomorrow when Kyle Shanahan has his press conference what the injury update is on Trent Williams. He was having an MRI on a groin, and the report was last night. Trent Williams tried to go back in the game, and the doctor said no. So they're being cautious with Trent Williams. This is a big one to see what happens with this offensive line because they definitely had some injuries. So we're going to be watching, monitoring Trent Williams, and as more updates come, come right back to the channel 
and I'll let you guys know what's going on. Aaron Banks left the game late in the fourth quarter, and he was dealing with the same toe injury he's been dealing with for most of the season. It did, did hold him out for a couple of games. So Banks looking to possibly bounce back. 49ers just have a plethora of injuries along the offensive line. Jalen Moore came in for Trent Williams and then exited shortly after with a concussion. So he's going to be in concussion protocol. And with it being a short week, the likelihood of him playing is uncertain. Uh, Juwan Jennings, of course, is in concussion protocol. And Kyle Shanahan said he continues to stay in concussion protocol. We'll see what Wednesday's practice looks like. If Juwan Jennings is out there, whether he's practicing or in a blue vest, we'll know he's progressing through concussion protocol, but he didn't have the necessary movement in the concussion protocol to be able to be ready for the game against the Ravens. But of course, with all things, you're optimistic he's going to be ready and willing to go against the commanders. Ambry Thomas dealing with a hamstring. Uh, We don't know the significance of that. Kyle Shanahan, once again, will report that on Wednesday. Brock Purdy dealt with the stinger. Kyle did give a little bit of an update, said he didn't believe this was going to be a big deal, but did say it played into his thought process on why he did not put Brock Purdy out there again for the end of the fourth quarter and stuck with Sam Darnold was he felt with three backup offensive linemen and Brock Purdy dealing with a stinger in the same shoulder he had from earlier in the season. He just didn't want this to be anything uh, that caused Brock Purdy to suffer more injury, especially seeing the way the game was going, knowing that you're going to have to win out the rest of the season, win against the Commanders, win against the Rams. It was smart to keep Brock Purdy healthy, and that's exactly what you have to do. Now, of course, if you're wondering why uh, during the game, Spencer Burford was playing right tackle. The reason was before the game yesterday against the Ravens, the 49ers released offensive tackle Matt Pryor. Uh, we'll see what the 49ers, if he clears waivers, if the 49ers bring him back to the practice squad. I believe they would like to do that because Pryor could be somebody the 49ers could count on in case Jalen Moore is out this week. He has been a significant addition and had been playing a lot of right tackle. So that ended up playing a a big part in the game. The 49ers also today released Willie Sneed. So yesterday before the game, the 49ers signed Willie Sneed to the active 53-man roster. He was out of elevations from the practice squad, so they had to do so. And that was because Jawan Jennings was in concussion protocol. So with this move now, with Willie Sneed gone, the likelihood is if he clears waivers, the 49ers will bring him back to the practice squad but they had to make sure they opened up a roster spot for Sebastian Joseph Day, and it ends up being Willie Sneed that gets removed. They also released defensive lineman Taylor Stallworth from the practice squad. Interesting, Stallworth was the signing last week when the 49ers brought in several defensive tackles, but the fact is you are going to have Sebastian Joseph Day on your active roster. The need for defensive tackles is not as significant, which means the San Francisco 49ers now have two practice squad Spots available could be for Willie Sneed and for Matt Pryor. We'll see what happens with those decisions. Of course, both of them have to clear through waivers before they can have the opportunity to re-sign them. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Like I brought up, Jawan Jennings is still in concussion protocol. We'll see how he progresses. Ross Dwelly and Oren Burks could be back this week. Ross Dwelly's been dealing with a high ankle sprain. And the likelihood of him coming back before this week wasn't good. Kyle Shanahan kind of gave us a little bit of hope last week uh, before the Ravens game when he said, hey, there's a chance. Uh, Well, now it looks like Ross Dwelly could return to practice this week. And if he does, 
That means his availability for Sunday versus the Commanders starts to look like a real possibility. With Oren Burks, it was always supposed to be two weeks to kind of quiet down his knee tendonitis. He has now missed two weeks. He could return, and the 49ers could definitely use him. Even though they played better against the run, against the Ravens as far as stopping running backs, uh, they definitely could use Oren Burks with his range, his speed, his length, and his ability to play special teams. It could be a huge, significant upgrade at the position over Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, and then the 49ers defense could get closer to full strength. Of course, it never will be full strength this season without Talano Ufonga and without Eric Armstead on the field. We'll see what happens with Armstead. The likelihood is he will not go on IR. He will be available for the 49ers in the playoffs. And then Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell was inactive for the game against the Ravens. After he had had some limited practice, and there was a thought, hey, maybe he'll be ready to go. The 49ers had Jeremy McNichols to go along with Jordan Mason and Christian McCaffrey. So they had a three-man stable, and so they stuck with that. Well, Elijah Mitchell is expected to be a full participant in practice this week, which means the likelihood that he will strap up and play in the game against the Washington Commanders is a good possibility. So the 49ers could be getting back one of their best running backs in Elijah Mitchell if he comes back to practice. So whether some negative news or some positive, uh, especially at the running back position. And now let's talk about Jason Verrett. Uh, Jason Verrett went from signing to the practice squad to having a really good week in practice to being elevated from the practice squad to the game in place of Sam Womack, which very surprising. Sam Womack uh, and Jason Verrett, of course, different style as far as cornerback. Verrett has definitely had more experience. But Womack is so good on special teams. The fact the 49ers went with Verrett over Womack uh, means the 49ers definitely value what Verrett is bringing on the field. Jason Verrett played five plays in the game. Kyle Shanahan said that was by design. They were looking to work him in. And then Shanahan said they were going to evaluate his role before the Commanders game on Sunday. So we'll see if Jason Verrett becomes a, a elevation again for the Commanders game. But the thought process right now, according to Shanahan, was they were getting different looks. So sometimes uh, Diamre Lenore was playing outside and they had Verrett playing inside because of matchups or things they were looking to stop. But we'll see if this means an increased role for Jason Verrett, who played in his first game for the first time in two seasons. Uh, so it's good to see Verrett out there. We'll see what happens with him and his ability to help. But with the injury news to Ambry Thomas and him being out with a hamstring injury, there is potential that Jason Verrett could be a guy that they expect to step in and get added snaps. Of course, they liked what they saw from Darrell Luter Jr., according to Kyle Shanahan. And they, of course, like what Sam Womack does. So uh, it's going to be interesting. We'll see how it plays out. How long Ambry Thomas is out will dictate what we see at the defensive back position. But one thing Kyle Shanahan made crystal clear was that they are perfectly fine with Ambry Thomas and Diameter Lenore and the role that they play within the 49ers defense. And they didn't expect a move to be imminent or a change to be imminent. So lots of news coming out of this game. Of course, a lot of the big news was Sebastian Joseph Day. That was a huge signing for the 49ers, and we'll see. We'll see what the 49ers can do. Can they go ahead and secure that number one seed? Have to start with the Washington Commanders, but they're trying to put themselves in position to make sure they have all the players to do so. So like and subscribe to the channel. Really appreciate it on that push for 5K. If you're listening on audio platform, 49ers cut back on Believe. Please give it a five-star rating. Thank you guys so much. I'll catch you guys on the next one. 
Until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.